What's up, you guys? Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Don't forget, this is a daily podcast, meaning new episodes drop every single fucking day. And if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms, this is a visual podcast. You can watch me on YouTube if you choose to do so. Just head on over to YouTube, search for Constance the Podcast, and there you will fucking find me. How are you guys doing on this lovely fucking Wednesday? You guys, I was watching last night's episode and I sat and I thought to myself, damn, Constance, you have really overcome some serious traumas. Um, I told that story yesterday as I was laughing, I was smiling, I was in a good place. If you would have asked me about my living situation maybe earlier this year, I would have broke down crying. I mean, there's literally an episode of me talking about the whole L.A. trip in tears now I talk about it and I'm like I mean whatever it happened I take full accountability for the things that I did to put myself in that situation again I'm very blessed and I'm out of that situation and the reason I bring that up is because I'm just so thrilled and happy to see that I have grown past like I've grown and have moved past that quote-unquote traumatic experience and now it is something that I can laugh about so I guess in hindsight it's just great to see that I'm no longer uh sad about the shit that I went through but affected by it like I am so far removed from it that that alone is a true blessing so always I'm always talking about celebrating yourself giving yourself a round of applause give yourself a round of applause if you are able to or if you have been able to overcome any trauma doesn't matter if the trauma was when you're fucking five six doesn't matter if you're able to overcome it give yourself a round of applause because that's a big step and if you're still in the works of getting over things because I am myself no worries um every day is a new day. Every day gives us opportunity to move past things, to get over things, to come to come to a a uh, agreement with things, understanding with things. There's room for growth every single fucking day. You are no less than anybody if you haven't overcome traumas, and if you have, you aren't any greater than anybody. Just round of applause to everybody, okay? I'm just really proud that I didn't fucking break down into tears crying yesterday because there would have been there would have been a point in time where I would have done that. Y'all know I got to go to the gym. I don't know why I start recording these episodes right before the gym, but the gym is on my agenda today. I want to go to the library today, too, and get me a book. I'm interested in picking up a fiction book, so hopefully I'm able to find something in the library. I'm looking for, like, black fiction, um, just something good to get into because TV right now hasn't been hitting. Y'all know I talked to you guys about my fucking dilemma fashion dilemma. I told you I had an event. I wanted to get a good outfit. I feel like every time I come on here talking shit, it comes back to fucking bite me. I'm talking about I want to be best dressed. I got to be best dressed. Yada, da 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 And I ordered an outfit from a store that I don't typically purchase from. Um, I bit the bullet and I purchased from Fashion Nova. If you know me, I had a huge fucking stance against Fashion Nova. I was like, I will never purchase from Fashion Nova. Somebody said that you could get clothes from Fashion Nova fairly fast. It's last minute. I was like, okay, let me try it. I ordered the shit. It came in absolutely ugly, absolutely loose, and not what I was fucking expecting. I'm going to give the girls a word of advice. If you see a big booty bitch modeling some shit on one of these fast fashion online websites, and you yourself know that you are not a big booty bitch, because I'm not, Don't purchase from that fucking website. Now, I say that because 
How the fuck is something that fits her in a size small gonna fit me in a size small? Ain't no shade to the big booty bitch. Do it for you. But I think it's best that we small girls know some sites just ain't for us. And that site, that outfit ain't for me. So now I'm stuck with a fucking outfit that doesn't fucking fit and that I don't fucking like and I'm going to return. Okay, cool. Go to process the return today. And I failed to look at the return policy prior to buying, which I typically do. I don't know why I did this. Return policy is... That you, you can return your items, but no refunds will be administered. You will be given store credit. Great. Store credit for a store that I don't want to fucking buy from. Look at the life and problems of Constance. So if anybody wants a fucking $70 Fashion Nova store credit, if you want to buy that from me, you most definitely can. I'm going to return that article of clothing today. Fuck whatever the fucking return policy is. I'm going to get store credit and I'm gonna figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do with that but that leaves us back at square one because now I don't have an outfit that gives so I'm like going through my closet and I guess I'm gonna wear something that I already have because that's all that I can do in this time but what the f like uh I mean I have an outfit in mind I have shown you guys the outfit so I'm like maybe that's something that I'll do that I'll wear but it's not something I wanted to wear to this event like no I don't know. I'm going to go to Olive Olay today. Honestly, Olive Olay is the same shit. Like, it's the same. They make clothes for big booty bitches. Like, that's why the BBL obsession is going crazy. I don't know. I'll speak for myself. I had considered getting a BBL. Ooh, touchy topic. I never told you guys I considered getting a BBL. I thought about, not even consider. I knew that that was out of my price range. I knew it was something I was never going to actually do. But I sat and I thought about it and I was like, hmm. I might could look right with a BBL. That might be the right choice for me. Um, I considered probably, no, I was going to say I probably considered getting the BBL before getting my teeth done, but that was never going to be an, a go for me. Like getting teeth done is so important. But besides the point, I thought about getting a BBL at one point in time because I'm like, none of the clothes fucking fit. I've talked to you guys about BBL fashion and you guys can see how much it really grinds my gears because here we are again, speaking about it because what the fuck, why is it so hard for me to find clothes that fit well? So as I was saying, I'm going to go to Olive Olay. Pretty sure I run into the same problem. And you know what's crazy about these big booty bitch websites? Return policy is always store credit. Like, how I'm going to get store credit from a store that sells clothes that don't fucking fit me? See, the earring done fell off because the earring is pissed. Y'all can see how my morning is going. I was actually supposed to start recording like 30, 40 minutes ago. But you know what I decided to do? I decided to open my closet and try to put together a fucking piece that I knew I wasn't going to be able to really freak because I I have already looked at the fucking closet. I'm, well, I'm familiar with the clothes that are in this closet. So why I spent time looking through it today to try to make something shake, I don't know. <sighs> I got to bend down to pick up this earring. I'm just having a fucking day, you guys. That's all I can say. But, you know, contrary to belief, I'm in a good mood. Today's good. Today's going to be a great day. I'm just a little bit frustrated with the fashion issue. I didn't even really get dressed today. I just threw this shirt on. Because it's bright colored and I'm like, hopefully it'll just make everything go well. I'm not dressed. After this, I'm going to the gym and I am going to figure out this problem of mine. Okay. Boom. Let's fucking move past it, you guys. One quick thing that I want to address. I don't know why this is on my mind, but I thought about it today. Just like, I already know that I can create content consecutively. And I think that that is something that this podcasting every, everyday thing has taught me. But it has also given me the chance to reflect on my work and see where I need to improve. Um, and so I guess I just want to remind everybody to take some time to like revisit your old work. 
first of all, create so that you have uh, um, a library of work to review and then revisit your old work and sit and, and see if there's any room for improvement, if there's anything that you can do. Um, I tell you guys all the time, there was a point in time where I was editing my podcast heavily, cutting out audio, fixing audio, trying to make it sound all polished. And I've just gotten to the point where I'm comfortable with just putting out the one take that I take. I've gotten to the point where I'm comfortable with just doing one take of podcasting. And I think all of that came from, I think I had to go through the phase of cutting and chopping up my shit to push myself to go without it. Oh my God. To push myself to go without it, the, the chopping and screwing, right? So now I'm at a place where I can just do one take. And so I'm always looking for ways to improve my work. And so I'm just giving you guys that little reminder to look for ways to improve what you do and keep on fucking doing it because it's in doing it that you get better. You know, the the whole uh, podcasting every day is really for me. I mean, it's for, it's for you guys too to give you guys some content. But for me, another thing for me is just making sure that I am improving my skill because this is a skill. Okay. Let's get into the stuff today, you guys. But you do see that tweet. It's not really a tweet. Um, it is a, there is a video of Coyle Ray dancing on a fan. I saw it on the Shade Room. I saw it on Twitter. The, the video has gone everywhere. Y'all have seen it, right? Coyle Ray is dancing and it's like seductive dancing all over the guy. It's a guy and the guy touches her, right? So recently, Coyle Ray did the same thing on stage. First of all, the guy touches her. She cusses the guy out. Tells the guy to get, not cuss the guy out, but she's like, all right, get this nigga off stage. All right, boom. She does the same performance with the woman, you know, some weeks later. The woman does not touch her. Coyle Ray comes to Twitter. Coyle Ray is like, all right, yeah, I fuck with this woman. She was so sweet. She didn't touch me at all. Dot, 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 dot. So I'm looking at the comments and looking at what everyone has to say. And a lot of people are taking that route that's like, if you don't want people to touch you, don't be doing that shit on them. Now, I understand that point of view. But to me, that gives rapey energy. Like, I get what you're saying, but it kind of makes me feel like just because I wore this cute, sexy top doesn't mean you can, like, touch my breasts if my breasts are visible. Even if I'm talking to you in a very flirtatious way, even if I touched your shoulder, all you have the right to do is tell me that I can't touch your shoulder or allow me to touch it, right? Because I touch your shoulder doesn't mean even if... before. So y'all get where I'm going with this, right? Because I touch your shoulder with a sexy top on, that does not mean that you can touch my breasts. Like, you get me? So that's why I'm like, y'all giving rapey energy, like, with that shit. Don't be saying shit like that. Don't allow shit like that. Now, it also raises the question, right? What were the stipulations? When this guy was pulled up on stage, was he told that he cannot touch her? If he was told that he cannot touch her, then he knew, you know, he consented to the fact that I'm going to allow this woman to touch me, tempt me, do whatever, but I can't touch her. I would hope that that was the agreement. Koi, if you watch this and that wasn't the agreement, make sure you stay in that every time motherfuckers get up on stage with you. But at the end of the day, I don't think nobody should be touching anybody. But I will say, I think some people are going to try to flip it into a, oh, well, that's a guy. That's what guys do. I think that's what I did see some people saying. If I was put up on stage with Coyle Ray and there was no stipulations of whether or not I could or could not touch her, I might could just touch her. I probably, I definitely would touch her. So I think, um... Although I do think that in these cases, they know not to touch. So just don't fucking touch when you get up on stage. And I don't think what she did was bad. She told a nigga to get off stage. Maybe that was embarrassing, but did she violate him? I guess with her words, but not with her actions. Like everybody knows you don't touch no girl. I don't know. You really see which motherfuckers will condone and advocate for sexual assault, rapey behavior. Everybody is pro-woman. Everybody is pro-your choice, your body, your choice. But... 
when it came down to Quayla Ray, people were like, she shouldn't have did that. Okay, maybe she quote unquote, I don't even think she shouldn't have did that. I gave y'all my point. I feel like you just shouldn't be touching people. Um, and me touching you doesn't give you the permission to touch me. Me touching you gives me the permission to touch you. Like, if you let me touch you, that's all that that fucking means. Now, he could have said, uh-uh, don't do that to me. And that would have been a whole different thing. But y'all get what I'm saying? I hope I'm not wrong on that. I don't think I'm wrong on that. Just, uh -uh. I don't know. I felt her. I would have been like, hell no. But I also would have never did it. That's really what it boils down to. I really, I never would have fucking did it. But I don't think anybody should be able to touch you just because you sexy and sexing up on them. Sounds crazy. But on a stage, everybody knows, don't touch the talent. If I was her, I would start handcuffing their asses too. Add that to the act. That's cute. That's sexy. That's funny. You can make sure you ain't getting touched. Because, ill, the nigga was touching on her ass kind of close to her coochie. Don't do that. This ain't that type of opportunity. Can you touch strippers when you're at the club and you ain't throwing money? I don't think so. There's always rules to the shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your rules. Know your boundaries. Make sure you set your boundaries. Okay, boom. We're going to move on to something else. Y'all know I've talked to y'all about these new age stylists. Did y'all see that stylist that is allegedly charging for parts? Like she charges to part your hair in order to braid your hair. How the fuck you gonna charge me to do? You gonna charge me extra to do what the fuck you need to do in order to do the braids? I'm looking at it like, okay, you're charging me extra to part my hair. Therefore, if I don't pay the extra parting fee, I gotta come pre-parted. If I gotta come pre-parted, I might as well stay home and finish the rest because I done did the bulk of the work. The whole point of the braids is I want nice, clean parts, which I'm expecting you to do because that's a part of the service or so I thought. And what else? I want you to braid the joints neatly. You charging me, and everybody can braid. Like most people can braid. So like all you're really doing is doing the parts. I don't know. I ain't like that. I have to believe that that was like a marketing tactic. You know, nowadays these stylists, these last these lashticians, estheticians, whatever fuckatician and stylists, all of them are using these crazy um, clickbaity ass, shock value ass captions and titles to get people's attention. So I'm hoping that she's not actually charging for parts and to me like i've said before as a stylist why the fuck don't you just incorporate just show me one price you want 300 dollars for braids 300 dollars for braids just say it don't break down what you want me to pay for because now i'm gonna start asking questions and when i start asking questions i'm gonna just not come shout out to the girls that do their own hair i don't do my own hair but i see why people are doing their own hair especially in this economy how the fuck i'm gonna pay you extra for parts it don't make sense. For real, for real, none of the shit that the stylists ever say makes sense. That's why people just do their own fucking hair. It just is getting to the point where it's like, I mean, honestly, you might as well learn how to do your hair because everybody else just learned off of YouTube. Some people learned off of YouTube. Some people learned off of practicing in the kitchen. A lot of these people ain't licensed. They ain't got to be licensed. That ain't what I'm saying. But I'm just saying it's given a lot of these things you can just learn on your own. They charge $200, $300 to put the wig on. Like, that's the service nowadays. Not to make the wig. Just to glue that motherfucker down. Not even to sew it down. They charging two, three hundred to glue that motherfucker down. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Get your money how you got to get your money. All I'm saying is nowadays these stylists are charging out the ass. It's really crazy. It's really fucking crazy. It's actually really fucking annoying too. I wish I could do my hair. So while I'm complaining, y'all will see me at another stylist motherfucking salon. All right. Because I ain't got no other choice. But I get why the girls just do their shit themselves. Now, earlier I talked to y'all about how TV just ain't been hitting, right? So I'm like, I'm going to go to the library. The other day I decided to restart Power. Now, if you know me, you know I'm a Power fan. I love ghosts so much. 
as I'm watching, I'm on like episode three. I've been watching a little bit, you know, every day. I really just only turned it on like right before I go to bed. So I'm on episode three and I'm like, see, I know exactly why Ghost cheated on Tasha. Ghost had bigger dreams for himself. Tasha just wanted to keep him in a box. Wanted him to be this drug dealer. Nobody really wanted the nigga to pursue his club career. And I get him on that because if my partner wasn't acknowledging the fact that I have potential outside of selling drugs, I would be like, you raggedy bitch. And I would go find me a non-raggedy bitch that believes in my shit. That's all I got to say on it. I mean, Tasha was just so fucking crazy. Why the fuck you fucking around? I mean, they both was fucking around on each other, but Jamie hadn't, look, Jamie, James St. Patrick hadn't, act, Ghost hadn't actually started fucking around on Tasha yet. Tasha already fucking around with the driver masturbating in the back of the car over some speculation. I ain't really, I don't know. They weren't meant to be together at all. It's just a very interesting show. Whenever you have already watched the show and then you take some time to rewatch it, you get to pick up on things that you didn't catch in the beginning, right? So now everything is really just starting to make sense. And shout out to 50 and who is it? Courtney Hemp. They, I hope it's Courtney Hemp and not Courtney Kemp. Shout out to the producers of, hold on, let me look at right so I can give her her credit. Courtney Hemp. I wish I could see how the fuck I typed it up. Courtney. Courtney Kemp. See, I knew it was one of those. Okay, shout out to her and 50 because they did what the fuck they needed to do. It was a well-written fucking show. I spent this morning, you guys, on TikTok. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but like TikTok is probably better than Google. TikTok is the new Google. You get on, I get on TikTok to search things. If I want to know, if I'm looking for a dress, I type sexy dress on TikTok. Shit going to come up. If I want to know fucking, go on TikTok right now and type jail. I typed in jail this morning. I'd be on there just doing crazy shit. I typed jail. I seen a whole bunch of motherfuckers in jail, TikTok and showing they fucking jail cells, showing how they make food, showing how they wash clothes, showing what the fuck they do with toothpaste. This lady said that they use toothpaste to fucking, as tape. They use toothpaste as tape. They use toothpaste as bleach. You learn how innovative a motherfucker can be when you in on that uh, TikTok, only on jail TikTok, you know? Okay, besides the point, TikTok is really educational. I spend so many hours on TikTok because I'll be scrolling on my For You page and I'll just see the craziest thing. I don't know if anybody else can relate. I don't know if it's just my For You page or not, but I'll be scrolling, right? All of a sudden, I'll see like a sad ass TikToker on live. And the live is just sad as hell, like somebody with some damn medical condition. It's always somebody with some damn medical condition. Ain't nothing wrong with having a medical condition. It's just like, I don't want to see that. That sounds fucked up. Not that I don't want to see that, but I don't want to be put in a sad mood. You know what I'm saying? You be scrolling on TikTok, I be scrolling, and I'll come across the fucking video of a baby um, hooked up in an incubator with a sign that says, I only have five days to live. Like, that's fucking sad. Why is that being recorded? And why is that for me to fucking see on my timeline? I don't know. Um, TikTok, they censor my content for occasionally saying nigga, and then they got all this sad ass shit on your timeline in the morning. Is it a real complaint? It's not a real complaint. More of an observation. More of a, I don't want to see that. Like, I feel like I should, this is Mike, y'all. I feel like I should have the choice whether or not I want to see some crazy ass shit like that. Other than that, I think TikTok is a great app. I always say it. If you're not using TikTok and you're a content creator, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with yourself, but you need to get on fucking TikTok. I feel like 
For real, for real. I feel like TikTok is one of those apps that you shouldn't even be saying, like, I don't know how to use it. Like, get it done and get to using it because that is what's going to get you in front of people. It's just an app to get on. Like, I got on my Instagram live the other day and I'm like, you guys really need to have visual aspects for your podcast and you need to be fucking TikToking it away. You ain't even got to go out of your way too much. If you're already making content for another app, just take that content and put it on TikTok. I feel like you should have some presence on majority of the app, on um majority of the social media apps, but TikTok especially. You see every app trying to cultivate the TikTok wave. We got Instagram Reels. We got YouTube Shorts. We got Pinterest. Even Pinterest has idea pins now. Everybody's trying to do what TikTok is doing, and they can't do it successfully. Get on TikTok. That's my fucking creative message for you guys. And I think it is very... My podcast has just grown a lot because of TikTok. So I think I owe it to you guys to fill you guys in on that. If there are any creatives that don't know what to do with their content, get on tiktok i am overdue for a very fun day or night i used to go out with my friends back in the day i was talking to y'all about it. i used to go out a lot and we used to, we used to have the best time a kiki a tt shit used to be right right now you already know now my days don't consist of anything and i don't need that lifestyle every day but i really want to have like a nice like just a fun crazy night where i don't remember shit where i have fun with my friends where we do things without even thinking where the shit is unplanned i don't know if y'all have ever peeped in life but the unplanned nights and dates with your friends are always the best like when you plan something is always bound to go wrong because you have an expectation and life just doesn't always go as you expect but when you have no expectations and you just you and your friends agree to just having a fun night the limit the the night is limitless the fun is limitless you can do whatever because you guys haven't decided on what the fuck to do i'm in desperate need of one of those nights one of those nights where i am at home drunk high whatever eating away at my chicken watching something in the background and falling asleep with the fucking lights on in bed peaceful definitely not like the throw up type of drunk but just like i had a good night with my girls type of drunk i'm so happy though that i'm not in the club scene before i get into clubs y'all know one thing me and my friends cannot do me and my friends can never make it to brunch on time doesn't matter how early we wake up doesn't matter how early we plan the shit it never falls through i think it's because i am friends with a bunch of indecisive ass motherfuckers indecisive on what the fuck we're gonna eat it's crazy too you know like they always say girls can't decide what the fuck they want to eat girls really cannot decide what the fuck they want to eat like me and my friends will literally sit going back and forth for two to three hours sending places on from tiktok i told y'all tiktok's a, t- a search engine anyways we send in restaurants on tiktok to one another for two to three hours trying to decide where the fuck we're gonna go and by the time we decide it's already four o'clock brunch is over then sometimes somebody needs two three four hours to get ready i won't mention any names <coughs> brianna brianna always takes forever she'll tell you she's getting ready like at 12 but for some reason she ain't done till four so to me it's like if you know you're gonna take this long why the fuck you didn't start at nine so we could be out by 12 but i ain't even gonna put all the all the um blame on her because I take a long time and Tony takes a long time. I feel like Tony don't ever hop in the shower until motherfuckers say they on the way. And then it's just me. I never really, I feel like I wait till everyone tells me they're ready to get ready because I don't wear makeup or anything. So it's a very simple routine for me, just putting the clothes on. All in all, my friend group can just never make it on time. I'm not going to put the blame on anybody. We all fucking suck. Um. Anyways. I think that's why nighttime events are better for us, but none of us want to leave the house at nighttime, so we just end up not going out. Anyways, I'm overdue for a fun night. I miss, I don't miss the club, but like I miss having those nights 
at the club. The club is one janky ass, rinky ass, rinky dink place though. I feel like you run into so many different personalities at the at the club, and it don't matter what club you go to. I feel like every club has their set, um, their set like characters at the club. If you catch my drift, I talked to y'all about it before. Me and my friends. Me and Brianna definitely used to be like club regulars. We went to this one club, Midtown in D.C., and we were there every single week. So every club has their regular. You go to the club, and it's always that one motherfucker that's here all the time, and you have to ask nigga, damn, what the fuck else do you do? Like, the nigga is damn near the club promoter, but they ain't the club promoter. And then don't get me started on club promoters, because you got them club promoters that are just so fucking wanky and janky and ew. But I think every girl in the DMV area has used the club promoter to cut lines, to get into a club for free. Bitch, take advantage of the fucking club promoters. If you ain't taking advantage of the club promoters, I don't know what the fuck you doing. But this is the thing. I don't know why club promoters think because they let you in and means that you're going to fuck. I don't know how those two equate. I don't know where they came up with that scenario. But don't give no pussy to a club promoter. You just getting in the club for free. Oh my God, me and Brianna, we used to have a club promoter connect. Definitely used to get in the club for free. Used to get a little sparked up. Sparkle was like half a J, wasn't ever anything. You know, they buy you a shot or two. Then they try to they be, try to find you later on in the club and you just duck the motherfucker the whole time because it's not like you in a section or anything with the nigga. You just, that was me back in the day when I was 18. I don't know the stipulations now. I don't even fuck with club promoters now. I don't even know not one club promoter. That's kind of like a phase you go through when you club, the club promoters, right? We used to uh, have a club promoter connect, and it used to feel so good not standing in in line. That's another reason why I don't go to the club now, because I have to stand in line because I ain't got to connect. Like, shout out to them girls that's still finessing them promoters because you ain't waiting in line. You getting in, and shit's getting right. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. So, fuck the promoters. We got the promoters. We got the regulars. What else we got at the club? We got the niggas that's popping bottles in the section and niggas that's popping bottles in the section that's going to invite you into their section. And then you got them girls that are in the section that were invited into the section just like you were invited into the section, but they stink. They looking at you while you drinking and hitting the hookah like they pay for it. Like, girl, none of us pay for this shit, so why the fuck are you tripping? I don't like that type of energy. I've lately, I mean, I haven't been in a situation in a long time. I think the last time I went to the club, I did my best not to project because I don't know what the fuck was really going on in their minds. So I don't want to say that they were thinking, they were like thinking negatively. But the last time I really went to the club, club for real, there was an instance that threw me the fuck off. I'm not going to go in depth because it didn't really, um, it didn't really involve me, but it involved somebody that I was with. And, I remember the energy in the section being like off-putting to me. I just didn't want to be in the section because of the motherfuckers that own the section. Like I wasn't fucking with that shit. I wasn't really fucking with them off some dumb shit that they had did prior. Um, but anyways, we get home and there's like a video going around of somebody and a bunch of females are saying negative shit about the person that is going like that. the How can I break this down? It's just stank ass motherfuckers in the club. You think everybody be talking about woman empowerment, right? Let's all go women, women support women, women help women. And then you got women that will record other women because they wig ain't laid the way they want it to be laid or because your outfit don't hit or because you don't fit their standard of beauty. I don't fuck with that shit. If it's, if you want to scream woman empowerment, bitch scream woman, woman empowerment, 
Like you ain't never screamed it before and mean that shit. Don't just be saying it because it's cute and cool to say. Also, keep it real. If you ain't really woman empowerment, you ain't got to scream it. Nobody's putting a gun to your head, bitch. Say, I'm woman empowerment for my bitches and that's it. Keep it real. You ain't got to lie about shit. So for me, I don't fuck with stank bitches like that. I don't fuck with that. So as I was, as it relates to the club scenario, I think I was just thrown off by the energy that the other girls had in the aftermath. Like we get home, the the video is circulating and girls are saying shit like, oh yeah, I was there, her wig this. Oh yeah, I was there, she was doing this. Like bitch, you supposed to be tapping whoever is in the video, whoever you thought has something going on and saying, girl, let's fix this. Let's get this right. That's, those are the type of women I like to kick it around. You know what I'm saying? I really ain't never fuck with them bitches that, they beautiful, they pretty, whatever, on the outside, but the inside ain't shit going on because they don't know how to treat a motherfucker. They don't know how to be classy on it. Like, there's just no class in them. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. It comes out full force, I guess, when niggas is around. I guess when they want to say there was a part of a scene. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. I feel like that's energy that I had like back in the day, back when I was a kid, back when I was just... I don't know. Right now in my life, I just try to have empathy, give people grace. And genuinely, if I notice that there's something wrong, why the fuck would I take out my phone to record instead of telling you? I definitely now treat people the way I want to be treated. And so, first of all, everybody adopt that. Don't be the stink bitch at the club. Because then, don't be the stink bitch at the club. Don't be it. Like, they be looking at you like you broke. Like, bitch, we all. I, first of all, I ain't going to say anybody broke, but bitch, we all here using somebody to get in the section. Don't act like you better than that. And if you if this don't relate to you, it's okay. Keep it pushing. Don't type nothing. Just sit, listen, and let me keep on talking. Okay? Who else be in the club? I think I have, I told you guys I'm not a twerker. So my club energy is definitely smoking in the club. Like, I hate when my friends are like, let's go to the club, and we can't figure out a way to get to a plug before we get to the club because now y'all just acting me to stand around and look because y'all know I'm not really into the drinking and so the J's is what's gonna get me through the club if there's no J's, it's like what the fuck shout out to um clubbing in DC I don't know what it's like clubbing anywhere else I guess if weed's not legal I don't know how the fuck you surviving in the club I take weed to the club that's why I don't go because I feel like I can't go without that vice <laughs> and it's just too much to get to the plug to get to the club I'm just like let me just if I'm gonna smoke I might as well smoke and just go to fuck to sleep but I'm definitely a wall fly with a J not even a wall fly like I'll be in the club with my glasses on just feeling the vibe every once in a while a song comes on that I can sing I feel like nowadays in the club there are no I mean, not even nowadays, I guess, period. Ever since I started going to the club, it's been very hard to find a club that will give you some hot R&B. You know what I'm saying? I, I love to listen to a singing-ass motherfucker, and I love to sing along with them like I wrote the song. And when you go to the club, it's a, a whole lot of rap, a whole lot of twerk music, and I get it. Y'all want the girls to twerk so the niggas can enjoy themselves? Like, I don't know. I feel like DJs got it all fucked up. If you... Give me a club with some R&B. You might could get some sensual, sexual dancing from the ladies, singing from the ladies, good vibes from the ladies, and that might turn the niggas on more. I don't know. 
I just have never been with all the twerk music. So like I said, I'm a wildfire with the J. Speaking of the sensual and sexual dancers, we've also got those couples that be in the club that be boo loving. Like you ever go to the club, everybody's going to the club. You go to a club, there's always that one couple in that motherfucker. They're dancing like they're in a motherfucking 70s movie. Slow dancing, but the song in the background is a fucking drill song like you just looking at them like all right y'all are clearly in a whole nother world but love is beautiful and love is love and do what the fuck you do while you doing it all i'm saying is do it in the fucking corner because y'all doing it right here in this space i really gotta (laughs) i think just one time in my life i want to try I feel like if I bought a section, I would be so regretful of that decision because the club bottle be so expensive. I mean, me and Brown have talked about it before, but I'm sure it must be nice to get right with a group of friends sitting down. That's another reason why I don't go to the club because I ain't about to be sitting down. But don't forget when you in the section, there's always that person that want to patrol who got the li- who could take the liquor. Like, nigga, keep your little dumbass, bumass liquor. You brought me in here. And if you want me to stay in here, keep the liquor out. But if you want to take it, I'm out. I don't know. Just some niggas be acting janky and stanky. And I am so ready, though, for a fun night. Doesn't necessarily have to be at the club, but like a brunch or something. I don't know, y'all. I got to get right. I got to do something. It's Pride Month. I haven't been with my girlfriend the whole month. I haven't done anything Pride related. I haven't done anything that's just fun and memorable. And I feel like I owe it to myself to get right. Ask me if I plan on doing something this weekend. Probably not. I don't know, y'all. I'm so pissed that I spent that money on that outfit and I can't even get the money back. Seriously, y'all, if y'all want to if y'all want to buy the store credit because, you know, you shop at Fashion Nova. Let me know. And as soon as the return is done, we will make the exchange. OK, well, probably by the time y'all see this, the return will already be complete. And I'll just be waiting for them to credit me. What the fuck they need to credit me? Oh, my God. 70 bucks. Start thinking about it. Um, Advice column submission. Right. And then we'll end today's show. I think that sounds good. Let's do it. Today's advice column submission is a Reddit, and it reads, how do I tell my girlfriend, dear Constance, dear Constance, let's not forget, this is the dear Constance segment, and by the way, if you need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186, you can also click the link down below in the description box, or the link in my Instagram bio, that will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous submission, okay? Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, how do I tell my GF she can't kiss? I recently got into a relationship and we just didn't connect on making out. She just sucks my lips and I almost find it funny. So it's at this point where I can't even really get a hard on, even if she's on my lap. I once jokingly said, you can't kiss. And she told me later she got embarrassed about it. And I told her I was joking. So she didn't change how she kissed. Help. No, you shouldn't have never said Look, I'm getting the Amber Alert. What the fuck they want? The Amber Alert say Alexander Virginia Amber Alert with somebody license plate. What the fuck they think? I'm going to go out there looking for the damn license plate. Don't send me this shit. Okay. You should have never said you was joking when you told her that the kissing was. That when you told her she can't kiss, whether she was embarrassed or not, you should have never said she was joking. Because now you got to reapproach the situation. And now she's going to be like, well, damn, you lied. That's going to make her feel even worse. Like, damn, I could have been corrected it, but you told me not to. I think you just need to be open and honest. Like, baby, you cannot kiss. And then show her how to get it right. I'm trying to think, have I ever been with somebody that can't kiss? Probably when I was a kid. But, I mean, everything is trial and error. Like, I hate that it, like, can't kiss. Like, we all had to learn. You know what I'm saying? And... I think with sex, kissing, relationships, period. Like, don't be afraid to just speak up and talk to your partner and let your partner know how you feel in these situations. People be leaving relationships because niggas ain't, quote unquote, sexually compatible. And maybe sexual compatibility is a thing. I'm no sex expert, but I'm just saying, take the time to, and this isn't sex, but I'm just saying, take the time to have 
those conversations to communicate with your partner what you like, what you don't like. Be comfortable showing those things. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would definitely sit and be like, let's do, you know, for fun, let's just do a kiss, a kiss uh, practice or something like that. You could, you could say it like that. Or the next time y'all kiss, you just tell her, I'm going to lead you follow. Okay. Or if it's a, something as simple as, all right, babe, put your lip here. I'm going to put my lip here. Whatever y'all dynamic is, whatever's the best way for you to teach, however you teach. But I would just teach her because I feel like this is something that can obviously be fixed. But the only way it'll be fixed is if she knows. So let her know. You guys, comment down below in the comment section. Let me know what the fuck you guys think. We're going to wrap today's show up. I got six minutes to make it to the gym. Yesterday, I made it to the gym later than I was supposed to. I was like 10 minutes late and the gym was packed and people were all breathing in my face and kept on. Oh, I was getting so irritated. I put my fucking... First of all, all the whole weight area was was taken. So I'm like, all right, let me go to the ab and stretch the crunches and stretching area because they have dumbbells over there. I can do something upper body, right? What's upper body day anyway? So I was like, all right, I can make something shake. I get there. I get my mat ready to do some core. Somebody going to come and put their mat right next to mine. The space is already small. If you go to Planet Fitness, I don't know why, but they do this. Like the, the abs area is small, right? So... I moved my mat to face the other direction because I thought it was weird that that person put their mat right next to me to be breathing all in each other's face. So I put my mat down. These two girls going to come and put their mat right next to mine. I'm like, ew, like this is just nasty. Like we all too close to up in each other's faces. I couldn't do it. So I had to just do my upper body and I just said, fuck core. And I actually need to dedicate time to core today. So I'm doing that today. But I had brought that up to say that I can't be late today. And I'm already running late because I told y'all that story. So you guys, you guys know what to do. Leave me a review and a rating after today's show. I need it. I want it. Please get it done. If you've loved today's episode or any other past episode, even if you hated it, although I find that hard to believe, go ahead and just leave me a comment. I mean, leave me a review, okay? Search for Constance the Podcast in the podcast app, iPhone users. Get the podcast app. It's free. Search for Constance the Podcast. And leave me a review and a rating. All right. If you want your music featured on the show, send me an email, constantthepodcast at gmail.com. Again, if you want advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. You leave a voicemail, I play the advice, uh, the voicemail here, and then I give you advice that way. Um, what else? Follow me on Instagram at constantthepod. Follow me on TikTok at constantthepod. Mm, what else, you guys? Mm, I need you guys to just continue to show love, continue to watch, continue to be yourselves, continue to fuck with me because i fuck with you guys thank you for everything you've done i love you guys i appreciate you guys follow me everywhere at constance the pod and my personal page at black mocha b-l-a-c-k-m-0-c-h-a screenshot this post on instagram story let me name it this far i'm going to the gym have a blessed fucking wednesday and we're out peace